0: I, James, founded and work for HPI, but do not represent them or any of their opinions.
1: Welcome to season nine, episode 322 of the Furlough Bros Tech Podcast. Every week, we definitively answer one question about the future of tech. To do that, we take into account many factors, including the companies involved, the people who are working for them, their marketing campaigns, and of course, the technology they're developing. I'm Matthew Dean Furlough, and consuming electronic shows is my brother, James Furlough.
0: Yeah, we're just coming off of CES. Man, it was it was work going through all the summary articles to <laughs> find out what was actually happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's such an onslaught, especially in Gadget Man. They do a good they do a lot of articles and uh it's a uh, it's overwhelming. And it's
0: interesting, like each year there's there's one who seems to take it more seriously than the others. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's Engadget has been pretty good the last couple of years, taking it pretty seriously. If you want a the fire hydrant without going, Engadget has been
0: they they good. got your back. Yeah, they, it's
1: nice. They
0: they go to town. You it's, get a sense like The Verge, like man, there was a couple years they were they were they were on it. Right. And and now they're just like they're just upset with life in general, which I, I think affects the show and their coverage. And then and then TechCrunch, they just I don't know. They're you owned know. by a bigger company, whatever. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Who are we trying to impress? Um, yeah,
0: yeah. We already got our paydays, Yeah. So I
1: think I mean I think one of the the temptation here is to go with what's the 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 best of of CES, but I don't think we want to frame it in in that context. I don't we want to frame what we're we're talking about here. My favorite. All right. Cool. <laughs> The things that stood out to me. What stood out to you most, Jay? Well, we're
0: gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do highs
1: and lows.
0: That's okay. our that's where we're headed.
1: Yeah, and so, this is this is not necessarily like the most important of, of everything. This is just. Oh gosh, I hope not. You and me
0: personally. Well, I think the I think the, the big tech companies try to get there. This is like for me. I I was like, if I had the money, I would buy this.
1: Gotcha. Okay. And
0: cool. I, I try to find out if I had the money. If that cool. makes sense, Got you know it. what I mean. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, well, I'm going to start with one that you didn't include, and I don't know why, because this is like right up your alley. So, I uh-huh. thought this was big. So, they announced it during CES. Uh, Kodak Kodak is going to have a cryptocurrency. No, I. This is your low, right? I think you're. You see, I think this was really poorly reported. I had to read about this a couple of different ways to see if this is actually what I think it is. I think it's really smart. I think it's really smart in the context of it's precisely what you predicted would happen this year. Oh. <laughs> They're building the blockchain into how they do, into their, their photographs so they can keep track of who has a copy of a photograph. Oh,
0: you're talking about that one. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. They also announced a Bitcoin mining machine. Yeah. Well, that's, you know. And that's what, that's, where I, that's what I was I was like, no, why would that's, I? I'm gonna say
1: that's that's not where their why their stock jumped. Their they're, their stock jumped because one of the cool things about Bitcoin. Yes, is, yes, you know, that one. I'm with you. Yes, yeah. Because one of the big issues on the internet is how do you like you know you if you sell a photograph, that photograph can be copied and pasted to anybody infinitely. Like how yeah. do you verify if somebody actually paid for it or not? And it's a difficult thing to do. And what they're trying to set up, it sounds like, is a system whereby anybody can scour the internet for photos that are, are they can, if it's got the digital signature, they can look at this this photo and then backtrack and say, did this person who's hosting this website on their, or this picture on their website, did they actually pay for it? So it allows the entire world community to effectively police content um, and to make sure that people which is huge. That, I mean, if that actually works, it's a game change. <laughs> um, yes,
0: yes. I agree with that. Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the first time that Kodak's done something in the digital age that seems to be relevant.
0: So that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I thought that was, to me, I mean, it, it's, it's funny. because This is
0: funny. The one on my list, I'm surprised that you didn't bring up. <laughs> We're just looking out for each other.
1: I got Interesting.
0: you. Interesting. Yeah. So, so mine was the um. I can't even pronounce her name. The Vuzix. Yeah. V u z i x Blade A R glasses. What? Yeah, it's the um, the way that the the Verge, who I made fun of earlier, now I'm gonna reference, um, the way they put it. They were like, oh, it's like it's what Google. It's what we hoped Google Glass would be, where it's actually a pair of glasses. And they're projecting a tiny little screen onto your your lens and like and it's not super huge or bulky. And if you didn't know any better, you might be like, Oh, those are very hipster esque, but I'll buy it. (laughs) You know, in the sense that they're sunglasses or regular glasses, I guess. And they were saying that It has a lot of the same functionality that Google glass had where you can pull up calendars and emails and alerts and blah, blah, blah. There were a couple games that you could play with it. They were saying the screen size was of a decent size. It didn't totally impede your view. You can take pictures and video, uh, things like that. They, they didn't mention anything about battery life or things like that. They are coming out with a developer version for $2,000, but. Whew. that means you also you actually get two pairs because uh the consumer versions do out later this year and that'll be for a thousand bucks okay which you know for a pair of smart ar glasses you know that's that feels like a reasonable amount of money to start with so
1: i i, I mean I, I, i'm, I'm str- not gonna buy
0: until they're 250 I
1: but i struggle <laughs> with i get i get why you call this artif- or artificial reality Augmented reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. But there's this. But there's this problem, and this is this is my thing. I mean,
0: that's not really what it is. I but, know it's it's a it's a heads up display. Yeah, there you go. It's a it's sunglasses. a yeah sunglasses HUD. Yeah, which
1: is okay. I mean, and and I'm gonna, I'm it's gonna okay. That's well, and i okay. Because well, I and I think I, it's I, great. See, my problem is, is that I'm comparing this to to what they did with the what what HTC did with the Vive Pro, and we're just like we're gonna up up the end even further on. On graphics and smoothness and I don't know I just uh, you know you make a no, big announcement I don't know. it's just I don't know it, it seems I I don't want to I don't want to rain on your parade since this is your highlight but it's
0: it's kind of it's just a little screen in the glasses. <laughs> I Dude, don't that's a big deal. Are you kidding me? That's like saying about your watch. You know, it's just a little screen on your wrist. Yeah,
1: but I already have that little screen on my wrist. <laughs> okay,
0: okay. And my point is, eventually, you're going to have that little screen on your glasses, too. Uh, yeah, maybe. That's can... super useful, man. Come on, for the same reason that your watch is super useful. Yeah. And just imagine, like, you're not even thinking about the sensors that aren't on there yet just just give it time it's exciting okay it's cool i wanted to i wanted a pair of Google glasses is what happened and i didn't get one i know and not- then and <laughs> then they went out of vogue and i was like oh dang now i really can't get one yeah they had
1: a they had a mean nickname they'd call you
0: if you wore one <laughs> yeah
1: yeah like miss the miss the... i do think that this is a i do agree with the verge that this is this is more what everybody kind of hoped the google glass would be it's somewhat you know it's not doesn't look nearly as dorky. Um, it's actually like, well, yeah, mostly it doesn't look nearly as dorky. I think that's a really big thing. Yeah. They, they, they got the hipster
0: look down, which I think is important. And I think that there's valuable things now, obviously whatever framework and platform and things that they're planning on using makes a big deal. And I think the day Apple or Google comes out with something that, you know, fully integrates with a phone like game over, but right. um, it'll be it'll,
1: you know. it'll be like uh like what was that watch that you liked?
0: Oh Pebble. Yeah, oh like man. That's just where, was like,
1: where Pebble was like impressive and dominant. It was I, a great stopgap. Yeah. Up until the very moment that Google and Apple decided to get in the game which sudden, I which I think they knew. They knew yeah, it. yeah I mean I if I could have been if I could have started that company and and wrote that uh uh roller coaster I would have loved it. I, I no shame in it at whatsoever, but
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, um I'm going to cheat. I'm going to give you a runner up for my high. Oh, okay. I know, I know. I'd go really really quick. It's this product called Life Door and um and, and essentially it it'll shut a door for you um based on hearing an alarm go off, like a fire alarm or a smoke detector, I should say. It's not a fire alarm. It's a smoke detector. And uh, I got corrected last week for saying that. So, um and so the idea being it, it hears your smoke detectors alarm beeping and it closes the doors. And it's for the super simple thing of like, if it closed doors tend to contain fires because it starves them of oxygen. They can't spread as easily. Um, well actually I have a, I just started managing a rental that they had a fire in the bathroom and they were like, we randomly happened to close the door that morning and the building is still standing as a result. So, um, that's actually a really great, Idea, I'm like, man, I should. Uh, this might be worth me investing in. That kind of like one of those just simple. uh, It was made by a firefighter who was like, I felt like this was a really obvious product that no one had made yet. <laughs> 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 and um, yeah, it was just sounds like it's really well done. Where like it it won't slam fingers and things like that. Oh, it just nice. it's yeah. So I thought it was cool. Yeah, it's, I like it definitely. Yeah. yeah. Safety first, man. That's what I'm about. All right, all right. Time for the low, and I have a th- I have a feeling there's a theme here.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I I
0: you go first. One okay. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, this is awesome. It's the Foldy mate, which I think they actually got a lot of pre press, if I'm not mistaken, or I'm just antennas up, whatever. <laughs> um. It's a, it's a machine that folds your laundry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, right. Doesn't that sound awesome in like in theory you're like, yes, I would love, here's, here's my dream. Okay. I would like to have, um, taken my, taken my clean, lovely clean laundry out of the dryer, dump it into a hopper. And then I don't even kind of care how much longer later, like it could be an hour or two later. I like, there's like a little basket underneath that i then pull out and there's my clothes folded like doesn't that sound amazing yeah anyways amazing. i hate folding clothes that's like the worst anyways this little $1000 machine so you know if you think about it it's the same price as a pair of sunglasses that's reasonable It's yeah sure. um it uh it doesn't do what i described <laughs> um so they're super excited because, um, well, they can now fold towels and pillowcases. So that's cool. But it can't fold, and I don't know why you would, but it can't fold your socks or your undergarments. So that's kind of weird. Um, it also can't do um, baby clothes or bulky hoodies. So, so you know, so it could do part of your laundry. You just have to, instead of sorting by color, now you have to sort by by type, I guess. I don't know maybe anyways so here's the best part so the way that it works with these very specific things is it has a I don't know I want to use the word platen but which is the right word it has like a like a board okay Okay. and then it has clips on it and you clip your piece of clothing to that and then it sucks it in the machine and folds it and it pops out the bottom and then once it's done that, you then clip on another item. And then once it's done that, you then clip on the next item. Yeah, it folds one at a time. Oh. So you have to still get your shirt and like, you know, grab it out of the pile and wrinkle it out and kind of get it properly oriented, which is like ha- more than half the job already, I, I think. say Especially because you're talking about things
1: that are rectangular. They're, the, recta- the rectangular ones are the easy ones. That's why this is
0: ridiculous. I mean, I just want throw my laundry in a hopper and figure it out. <laughs> exactly. You know? um, yeah. So it's one of those where it's like, yeah, I guess it technically folds your clothes. But like, I really feel like it's more like helping you fold. Your, I, it's it's just dumb. It's a thousand yeah. dollar machine that, by the way, I don't know how big this thing is. To be honest, because it has this a picture old. of a towel, but it's I'm big. guessing it doesn't just sit on a tabletop. So this thing is
1: so. I. It's funny because my my uh, the art the article that I linked to specifically mentions this in this first one. Uh, it's a gigantic robot machine, cause 850, and can supposedly fold your clothes. The machine, which took up more space than a washing machine, might be that, you could dump a huge pile of laundry inside some chamber. Your garments return. You thank the, you. The, thank thank you. Type of machine
0: is yet to be built. Yeah. So it's huge, and uh, yeah. It's, I mean, I applaud the like move the ball forward a couple a couple of steps. Is it a couple inches? Of steps, see,
1: Mike. See, and this is the thing. It'd be interesting to see what they're doing to make it work. But it's like you, the way you all of the different garments that you described are are square. They're they're regular, uh, and predictable. Yeah, you know. That's like it, it, that's not that's not what makes that the act of actually folding clothes isn't why nobody has made a closed folding robot it is identifying and categorizing that's the hard part and their inability to like
0: but i think okay we're gonna i think we're gonna talk trends a little bit afterwards and i think this is an example of a trend that we're seeing which i think you're hitting on which oh what the heck i'm just gonna say it um like making bad robots is okay yeah like oh we're cool with it people buy it right like, sure. I, is it a side word of bubble? I don't know. Maybe it's an intellectual bubble. It's not a bubble. That's not the right word I'm looking for. I would say. But it's that. just like, we. it's like, sure, let's make this. What if it doesn't work perfectly? Whatever. And maybe that's always been that way and we just haven't paid attention because we're young enough. But like, I don't know. Were PCs when they first got started Were they like, wow, this, like, <laughs> was it, whoa, you okay there? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, when like, PCs first came out, and and I'm sure there were a couple successes, and people were like, wow, yeah, like these PCs are kind of a thing. And then there were like, I, I'm going to say like 50,000, that's an over-exaggeration, 50 different makers of PCs. And honestly, like two of them were good, and they ultimately became Apple and Microsoft. And everyone else, here were kind of like, ah, oh, geez, you're just shipping anything to ship <laughs> something, huh? I get that same feeling with robots where they're like, dude, Robots are a thing. You could get funding for this. It's just software, hardware combined. We'll figure out the manufacturing in China. Done. Let's make something cool. That is, I know it's not perfect and it doesn't, you know, it's not what we really want, but, you know, it's better than what we had.
1: That is so clearly what's going on. I mean, it's just, it, there's there's so much of how hard can it be? You know, we got microprocessors. We've got, you know, we've yeah. got,
0: we've got... We got Don't in- worry about your job yet. If you fold laundry in a hotel, you're, you are secure. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and, I'm pretty certain this would take, actually take you longer if I'm understanding how this oh, works. Oh, yeah, yes, definitely. It, yes, it
1: definitely seems like that's the case. And yeah, there's no way that this wouldn't, this wouldn't
0: be. This it's wouldn't actually be- increasing my cognitive load to fold laundry. That's yeah. stuff that also bugs me.
1: Right. Yeah. And you can't, you can't stand in front of a TV and watch TV while doing it because it's got, it's a giant machine that makes a lot of noise. I bet you, I, I was going to say, I bet you it's not quiet.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's just so dumb. I know. I love it. It's so bad. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to buy one. I don't care. Yeah. Well, I, I, I couldn't tell that. Um, man, I mean, like, I, I want to buy one. I, maybe that's where, maybe that's where I'm at. Right. I'm like, man, if I, I would buy one (laughs) if it did what I wanted. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, I've, I'm not saying it's, and that's a, yeah, it's not useless. Like that would be super useful. Well, I've
1: doffed. I've actually quite frequently heard people use folding laundry as the quintessential example of, you know, you, you think we've come so far because we can send a spatial to the moon, but try to make a machine that folds laundry and nobody's even close. And there's a certain a reality Literally. to it. But I think I think the bigger thing is that you probably, I think what's so tempting about it is that there's this sense that at some level, somebody is actually approaching the ability to do this in a reliable way. You get the feeling that if Google decided that there was money in this, they could get it done. Or if Microsoft or, if, you know. Yeah, if that's somebody, true. I think that's why this is so tempting is because you like, there's there's machine vision stuff, there's robotics st- st- there was robotic stuff and it kind of feels like all the pieces are there to be able to do just that dump it into a into a vat and have it come out but the problem is, is the people that can do it are sitting there going if we were to do it it cost thirty thousand dollars and there's absolutely no market for
0: it <laughs> yeah yeah or there's a part of me that's like does the output look different than how we have been doing it and you know like what if i just want to what if the answer was like eh, put it all in hangers or something i don't know but
1: yeah and um,
0: i could yeah I, it's just I, interesting
1: and in the illustrating the, the other piece of this is that you could actually i could actually see the idea of okay a somebody could make a robot where based off the of similar technology where all you do is hang your towel and you clip your towels. You just clip towel, 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 towel. A different size doesn't. You mean like
0: happen. a clothesline?
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, and then and then what it does is it just sort of, and on that clothesline, it just runs them into like a conveyor belt, it runs it in the machine, and then it comes up the other side of the machine. Yeah, and okay. You see this sort of a situation where, like, you know. I might deal with
0: that. Yeah. You see.
1: Well, you could see in a situation where in a hotel where there are highly – like the, the type of laundry that they do all the time is this, is is that sort of regular rectangular one and with a big enough space, and you could see how one person doing that might replace three people doing that, and, and the ROI on the investment on the robot would make sense. But the problem is, is that this is the consumer electronics show, and these are meant for consumers. These are meant for homes, and there's just – this seems ridiculous. <laughs> it's, mm.
0: just,
1: it's so far from. So
0: be for effort, but ultimately, no. Ah, geez. I think that was overly nice. No, it's, it's like, no, effort in the sense that they're attacking a problem I'm interested in. Okay. <laughs> well, oh, execution. no oh, failure there. I mean, that's uh-huh. like, hey, but you know what? It probably worked. So, you know, that's a, that's a step above yeah. some other demos that we had in LG
1: oh geez I know.
0: ces itself just losing power come on
1: yeah google had to shut down their entire thing because it was it turned out it was gonna rain and <laughs> they didn't waterproof any of their outdoor exhibit oh yeah they had to shut the whole thing down um it's unsafe uh so what's your low? Uh, Well, honestly, okay, I was going to, it's funny, I was going to, I was going to echo the sentiments of this article written by Taylor Lorenz, which is CES is full of robots and machines that don't work, or useless robots and machines that don't don't work, rather. And her her first example is the uh, (laughs) self-folding robot. And I, I think, I think it's, it's symbolic of a lot of examples, uh, um, uh, the Harrier Smart Mirror caught my eye as I stepped into the central hall of the convention center. He promised to help me dress by recommending outfits for travel, work, or, or a date. Sounds I could also get detailed washing instructions for different garments and track where wow. it was right. sitting in my closet. That seems amazing. Intrigued, I asked how it would know so much about all my clothes. Do I dump all my laundry into a big scanner? I asked naively. The cheery brand ambassador laughed. The mirror gets all this information from RFID chips in the clothing, which all clothes will come with in the future. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, I, asked, clothes. Yeah, I asked how this product will help somebody who buys their clothes in the year 2018, <laughs> a uh, a not insubstantial amount of sweaters from college. Her face dropped and she explained, uh, for the time being, I would have to manually enter all the information by oh. uh, hand, by oh. tagging every item in the wardrobe. The mirror also oh. uh, plays workout videos, she said as I walked away. Plays workout I mean, videos. Yeah
0: manually enter, man that oh man that's tough
1: yeah one companion bot called uh lubod can supposedly be controlled with your mind uh you can even read a child's facial expression the man at the booth told me huh. but in order for it to work the user has to wear an uncomfortable metal headband uh and yeah it was huh. just so dumb drone cages were set up all over the south hall one drone whizzed by in a loud voice over the speaker amigo drone it's your friend you know, <laughs> everywhere you go Um, I actually I saw a friend.
0: (laughs) Drone, it's your friend.
1: I saw another one, which is like, which is this drives me crazy. It's like there, there. It's an AR drone. It's a little drone. You see it, it flies up, and um, and uh, and you get like a little, and it's got it does like the heads up thing where you put the thing on, you can see through the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the drone, and then there's like an AR world overlaid over it that you can
0: like oh, because that add, itself isn't cool enough. Okay, add,
1: exactly. Well, and it, and it was I was showing it to a friend. They're like, "Yeah, but why?" And I was like, "The but why is easy to explain. What everybody really wants is to put a handgun on a drone and shoot other drones of the sky. But that is super illegal. I mean, like that's super illegal to do in like in in any context. Um, and so this is people trying to get you excited about that idea and draft off of that. But when if you if we actually look at the application of it, it's dumb. And you kind of get to that point where you're
0: like. Is it like laser tag kind of like, is that, the, I don't if know. If it
1: were laser tag, it would be really cool. But the example that they or it might be cool. But the example that they showed was literally like you're hovering there and there are there are virtual bad guys that you're shooting out with a virtual. Why don't you just gun? play a video game? You know, I, that's exactly the question that everybody's asking. Like, what is the point of this? It's just—it's a video game with the added complication of a drone that can fall out of the sky.
0: It's yeah, like, that could hurt somebody. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just so and i and so the low light of hmm. um, CES is sort of this.
0: Yeah, it's the. I th- I go with AR drones. That sounds pretty. Pretty waste zero. of energy there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty
1: low, frustrating the niche
0: market becoming more,
1: more um, niche before we get into uh, our roundup thoughts James I think we should do our ad Oh yeah, this episode is brought to you by pens in a, in a more really abstract like sort of way because you know technically we're not using pens for any of this but pens had to be involved at some point in the history of this to get us here so you know go and buy a pen, they're very cheap they'll last for a
0: while especially if you use them Infrequently. And you know, technology's relative. It's relative true. to a pencil. Pretty high tech. That's quite, yeah. Yeah. I mean it's exactly. permanent, right? I mean like significant. I would say almost in many, way ways. More uh, yeah. it's more significant than a pencil. Yeah. I mean, unless you're in space, in which case pencils win, ah. but you know. If you got gravity, pens are pretty nice. That's true. <laughs> uh yeah. So what is your so we, we wanted to finish with just kind of some some even bigger trends than uh those ones. And um mine voice. Voice well, I remember, I'm slightly sick, so my so my personal voice oh, nice. is a little bit lower. And it's like it's right in that, that range that's awesome when singing in church. You know, yeah. you get like you just get a little bassier in there, gotcha, for drop sure, it half an octave. Yeah, it was morning was fun, anyways. Um Voice um tended to dominate the show. And, and I know, like, and specifically what I want to say is it was Alexa. Don't say anything for a little bit now. I gotta wait for the blue light. Yeah, all right, you got me. Dang it. Um and and, and Google, the assistant. And most notably, not Apple, which um some people have pointed out. Clearly their their indirect presence has been fading from CES. It really is all about like all right, how do we get Amazon and Google on board? And then the one that it was also missing was Cortana. Interestingly, they someone asked Microsoft, because they have a booth there. They're like, hey, you know, like, how come how come you guys aren't like one of the two? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and they're like, Oh, we are. We're playing the long game. Like, think about it, we're installing all our machines and we got all these partnerships and you can use Cortana to turn on light switches and you know, you can do all the basic home stuff from pretty much any windows PC. Apparently you just got to set it up. I don't know if it's cross; Like it's just, not, I don't know. I, I just don't know enough about it, which should is probably their number one problem. And, um, despite the fact that I guess I have it on my laptop. <laughs> yeah. I, I use it as a, for searching for files. I like the finder <laughs> like search. Um, apparently I can use it to turn off my lights. So, um, I should look into that now that I've, now that I learned that this week and, um, which is kind of funny. And so I'm still kind of like someone who is in like a distant last place would say, yeah, we're playing the long game. (laughs) Yeah. You know what my problems. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's still early in the fourth. Uh What was it who somebody pulled it off like last second today, didn't they? I saw some tweet about that. I don't Their probability of winning went from like Oh
1: yeah, the 0 Vikings. to 100
0: Vikings, was that it?
1: Yeah. yeah, they the 7 seconds left in the game. The uh, the uh, I didn't actually watch the play, but my roommates were 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 watching. I, I have
0: not seen it. The, but I, the, uh, apparently, the uh, the little chart that shows it shows the the time of the game and then a the percentage of chance of winning. Yeah. For the Vikings, it had like it had slowly, slowly been headed down to zero, and then all of a sudden, it looked like an earthquake went off on the Richter graph. Oh yeah, it was um, ridiculous. <laughs> it was,
1: but um. Yeah, anyways.
0: Um, why did I say that? I don't know. I don't even remember the top topic. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Microsoft is saying like, oh, four quarters, you know, it's like we're playing a long game. We're gonna win it in the end. Like, which I don't it works that way. Which honestly, yeah, I've one of the one of the big
1: things that you and I have said for years, and this is not always true, and sometimes I say this and people look at me and scoff. Oftentimes it's because they're they are not in a favorable light when I describe this but i'm a am a big believer that most markets can really only support two major competitors. Yeah. Like there's two like, that I are know, Ford and GM. Yeah, Ford and GM. And there's there's other people oh, yeah, that are know. mildly uh, that are successful good businesses, but there's two dominant players. Um the iPhone and Android for example, the Sony PlayStation and the Xbox. It seems to be especially true
0: in tech. Yes. Sure. And and, I, and for, like commodities? Um. Yeah, all right, fine. You can have a lot. But if there's any sort of premium or, like, features seem to matter, yeah, you kind of get two. Yeah, and I just, it's
1: so... The, maybe a third, this and third and fourth. It's so clearly Amazon and Google. And 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 although I actually agree that the core technology, the impressive part, that the important part is the thing that you're talking to, is the artificial intelligence, with which, oh, can't. Microsoft has got Cortana's pretty smart. But... It's, it's the ambient computing. It's the... Oh, yeah. They, it's the fact that these, are, these assistants have to work without a screen is, is what makes them important, you know? And, and that's what... That differentiator between Siri and, and, and Microsoft is just... Or Cortana. I don't know. It's just so clearly... It's so, that was such a big deal this year, and I... This yeah. is... This is going to be a – this – we are – you know what happened this year, James? We're going to look back at this as the same as when Steve Ballmer said – was challenged about the iPhone, and he did his little thing about how Windows phones got in the hand of all sorts of computers. It's a good productivity app. It's got a keyboard. We like our strategy. We like it a lot. I mean, I think Apple is doing that right now. Oh, yes. And we are going to watch – and it's – this is it. This is, this is actually why I wanted it to be VR. I wanted it to be AR. I'm pretty sure it's this. This is what the next decade is going to be about. And Mm -hmm. the companies that dominate in their ability to perform here. And the thing is that Google has just been, Google has been waiting for this moment because it's just Google search, which is, you know, it's it's the computer from oh yeah they've been working on it since all of phone number yeah exactly all of their visions their vision has been pointing towards this particular you know nexus of 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 technology so they're totally ready for it Amazon somehow just dark horse in underneath everybody um, and I, I think Apple's in for a bad way but you yeah know. you know
0: what I agree I agree. So there you go. That's our, that's our high. That's our low. That's what we saw as kind of the, the big moment, if you will, the theme. So, um, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate mm. it. You can check yeah. out all the links. We got a couple other stories we'll throw in there too. If, if you've got some free time, yeah. um, like we'll talk about the Vive Pro and, um, some other things. Nope. that will be the only Let's, other thing we had. And, um, <laughs> let, us, let us, yeah. We'll definitely let us know, though, if you uh, if you agree or disagree, pros, cons. Yeah, yeah. What was your favorite announcement from CES? What was your high or your low? Yeah. Uh, we would love to know that. And you can either comment at furlibrose.com slash 322 or on our Facebook page or wherever. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. And we want to say thank you to our contributors. And so the the first one is taylor lorenz from the daily beast and nick stat devin coldway and um it's kind of weird the way dig does it they don't give authors credit which i think is a shame they should yeah it's by dig we're this amorphous organization um and also by patrick lucas austin and then um a little bit from nate levy and ben bajarin he's got a good name And so we also want to say that this podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you and pens. You can write that down. So with that, I am James Furlow and my consumer of electronic shows brother is Matthew Furlow and we will talk next time.